Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Working nine to five, what a made of... <laughs> made a wake a living. Made a wake a living, barely getting by. It's all gaking and no tip. <laughs> You're listening to Bandwagons. We were trying to figure out an intro and we were like, we'll do 9 to 5. And then I basically messed up how we said it and then we couldn't stop laughing. So we were like, there's your intro. I can't wait till we have this actual evidence of when we both had our mental breakdowns. From the last like several episodes. Yeah, this is it. Um, Welcome back to Bandwagons. I'm Fanula. I'm Breed. Thanks so much for listening as always. Hope you enjoyed last week. (laughs) (laughs) The hurricane that was. Retro gaming. Um, We're back with more... Shite. <laughs> I was going to say quality and well-researched content yeah, yeah, yeah. once again. And we're talking about... Now, me and Breed have been having an argument over what we're going to call we this. We still don't have a title for so this So, the working title is um, Getting a Job Slash Losing a Job Slash working. Having a Job Slash Working um, Slash Work Slash Getting Sacked Getting Sacked Slash Capitalism. Um, yeah, applying for jobs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So listen, they can't all be clear bandwagons. But I would working is a bandwagon. It's just not a snazzy title. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, we all have but to have do jobs. You, do you get a job just because other people you know have jobs? Well, like ideally, you'd get a job because you need to earn money to survive. Unfortunately, because capitalism. So would you say spending money is more of a bandwagon than actually having a job? Yeah, but I mean that's for that's for next week's episode. Oh I yeah, suppose. save that one. Are no, you writing this down? <laughs> spending money. What's the best and worst job you've ever had? Best and worst job. Um, the very first job I ever had was a pile of piss. So oh, I would be inclined to think that was my known. So I initially started out as like a corporate cleaner. And when I say corporate cleaner, I mean I cleaned the place that my dad worked. <laughs> but like corporate cleaner sounds better. So I don't really know what he does. He Did like you wear a suit? Recalibrates meters and stuff. No, I just wore like tracksuit pants <laughs> and stuff. So we used to go on like a Friday because I was in fifth and sixth year, I think. So he used to go on a Friday and do like clean his workshop and the offices for like four hours. He's not Santa, I should say. <laughs> just as when I said workshop, I was like, I don't know what he does. He does stuff. We with, can't tell you, but he has a workshop. He, he does stuff with milk trucks or something. Anyway, <laughs> I don't fully understand. Um, so I would hoover all the offices and like wipe down all the surfaces. So, so yeah, sorry, this is my order of like the oh, yeah, order I, of work. I would clean the surfaces and then I would clean the kitchen. And then I think I would mop the kitchen floor then. And then I think I, I would, think I I'd empty the all the bins. I'd empty all the bins and then I would hoover. 
Would you not empty the bins before you mop the floor in case you okay, get maybe, bin juice on them? Okay, maybe I actually have the order wrong. But no, they'd be like waste paper baskets. You know, they wouldn't be like bins. Okay. Really. Um, except the kitchen bins, actually, because you'd have a like, recycling and a, a black bin and you'd have a compost bin and you'd empty the dishwasher and you'd fill the dishwasher. Um, but we did that for like four hours and I got like... Shag. 50 euro well, per, well. Shi- per shift but like that was 200 a month do you know what I mean that was it's not great for the four hours work though handy pocket money I mean let's say I invoiced for four hours work we didn't always do four hours work because there was when never you say four we, hours did work did your dad there. help you <laughs> you keep saying we was it your mom? no my dad would come and he'd sometimes do work <laughs> or sometimes it was like coming up your to dad was paying you just to, <laughs> to clean with you just to spend time. I, I know. It was, that's what I'm saying. It was the Frank best job the ever. Because we used to go over Friday evening and we'd do that and we'd hang out. And sometimes he'd work or sometimes he would help me <laughs> if we wanted to get away earlier. Um, <laughs> I used to have to do and I feel so bad. The man to do a full day's work. Already. And then he'd bring you back to clean up his <laughs> own mess. And also it was costing him money. Do you, do you, did, did the company pay you or just your dad was giving you money? No, the company paid me. Okay. Which was... Oh, I, maybe I've implicated him now in some kind of fucking tax fraud or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, that was probably my best job. Worst job. Uh, job, I did job you've stressed you out the most. I did an internship before where it was just pretty much just after I finished college. And I won't say where because I don't want to be hateful. And I'm sure things have changed now, I would hope. But they took me on as an intern. And I got paid 50 euro a week and I did like... Only four hours of cleaning. <laughs> At least five hours of cleaning. <laughs> At least five hours of cleaning. I did like three or four shifts where I would be working... 50 euro a week? Yeah. That's insane. So where I would be working, like ago. writing stories for the for the website of this place. So I could be working like seven to half two or three. Seven to three or I would do three till... 11. 10 or 11, Yeah. And I got 50 euro. Sorry, I thought I was going to burp. I got 50 euro a week for that, which is obviously... How did you pay rent? Ludicrous. Um, how did I... I think my parents were covering for me at this point, which was obviously good. And that's going to oh, check my yeah, privilege yeah, here. Yeah, but yeah. like... But it you was had a still, degree, like... Yeah, no, it was like absolutely insane. And then if you were, were the most read story on the site, you got an extra 50 euro that month. Oh, for that month. how nice. So yeah, so I'd get my... 250, do you know what I mean? I would have been better off going back home to Cork and literally cleaning Sorry. my dad's offices, do you know? Have you heard of the dough? <laughs> the dole is a buzz. The dole is so much more than that. Um, but I remember, like, I'm going to shout out Kerry again. And Kerry was delighted because she listened to Retro Gaming last week, our friend Kerry. And um, she was like, this is my favourite episode ever. And, oh, then she's like, and then she's like, oh my God, just heard the shout out. This is my favourite episode even before I heard the shout out. <laughs> now it's even better. But um, I remember her 21st. She see you the 21st in Galway. And I was still working for this place and I couldn't get the Friday off, but I got my shift swapped so that I was working like three to 11. So basically while everyone was getting ready and like drinking, I was in, now actually I was drinking, I was on furnace. I was in this like cupboard where like the, <laughs> where I was able to work on my laptop and I was like pre-drinking and getting ready and in trying to write all these, yeah, pretty much write all these stories so we could go out at 11. It was, and there were so many instances like that where, I was having to work from home and do like ludicrous things at the same time because it was just, it was not a buzz. And there was this whole thing of like, I think I was there, it might have been two months overall and then I obviously got a better job. So I was like, see ya. And they were kind of like, why would you not stay? Like, we're definitely going to make you permanent after six months and it'll be better and you can do whatever and stuff like that. But like it was... Not the one. Not the one. What was your best and worst uh, I can't believe job. your best job was the cleaning an office with your dad. That's cute. Um, my best job... I don't have a best job. Yeah. Do I? My The last job I had for like two and a half years I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. I got on really well with the people. I was in a very small TV production company. Um, the worst job I ever had was the first job and I genuinely still have nightmares about it to this day. I worked in a hotel in Gorey. That's very well known. And I worked as a, I used to tell people I was a barista, but I had no barista training. You were not a barista. I made coffee from a button on a machine. Um, and I used to serve afternoon teas to people. But like, I did a lot of it on my own with no training. So it was like the most stressful job I've ever had. If you've listened to our country music episode, she had a run in with country star. Oh yeah, Derek At one Ryan. point, yeah. I thought it was He's Mike oh, Denver. It could have been Mike Denver. It was Mike Denver. <laughs> Derek Wright. Uh, they're all one, the one. They're always down there. Um, 
on like I used to some days you'd be serving up to like 30 afternoon teas by yourself and then one day I went into work and they were like what are you doing here and I was like what do you mean they're like oh your hours changed last week and like nobody told me until oh, I God. showed up like it was just it was very like there was a very big lack of management yeah. and communication. Did you ever have any mad requests from customers or anything? Or any bad, mad customers? Oh, mm, if I have, I block them out. I used to have this really nice couple that used to go swimming every Saturday morning. And Aww. after they'd go swimming, they'd come up and get like coffee and a scone off me. But the man was from Scotland and he used to come up and he'd speak Gaelic to me, which is like obviously another Celtic language and I would speak Irish back to him and we could understand each other and I used to love them they used to tip me really well oh I just took my pen um, they were great but like one day I went in and they had like I was supposed to work from like 9 to 5 and then at 5 like a wedding would come in and I was they had me down to work the entrance of the wedding but it was actually my cousin's hag that night do you know like what a hag is? no it's like a hen and a stag oh, okay pushed together but it's like the one where you do it locally with like everyone just before the wedding yeah yeah so that was that night so I literally just ran into the bathroom got a piece of pen and paper and I was like I respectfully resign and like put it into the cubby hole and just never went back and never they never back. got no, back on to you oh no they were flat out ringing me I was supposed to be in there the next day um never they never and you just ghosted them yeah I hated it like that was like our friend who we won't <laughs> name but um they were in another country working a job and then basically decided to come back to Ireland. Like an important oh, yeah, yeah, job yeah. now, I will oh, say. Like, she was a doctor in a hospital. Like You are working as a doctor in a hospital. Yeah, she's and a, she was basically she, just like... <laughs> she was like, I want to go home now, please. And they were like, no, you have to work out your contract. And she went, no, I don't. And she emigrated. And <laughs> They didn't get back on to her, in fairness. No, people did die, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what the best job I ever had was? What? I was going to New Bar. Working in New Bar. I was just thinking that. New <laughs> Bar I forget about that. I had so many fucking weird jobs. What is New Bar for people who don't know? New Bar is the newer bar that was built after the old bar. <laughs> sure, nobody ever questioned that. There was an old bar and a new bar. <laughs> but like the cast thing is. There was no bar in the old bar. Old bar was just bar before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It wasn't called old bar from the start. Like, um, and There wasn't even a bar in the old bar. So there was just New Bar. It was basically the bar in DCU where everyone, like it was the only bar in DCU. So it was where everyone hung out. But there was like a deli. They did like dinner, like some sort of dinner food. There was smoothies. There was milkshakes. Pasta, um, chips like, and, and then like cans. Yeah, goujons. pasta, goujons, pizzas, um, like onion rings, stuff like that. So I got a job there. So after I quit my job in the hotel, um, my parents were really upset with me because I had no job to support my lifestyle in college. So my brother was president of the students union at the time. And he got me a job in the new bar. And I started off working. I used to get loads of hours. But like, again, no training. Like, so I had no idea what I was doing. And I was such a bad employee that by the time final year came, I was working, I think, maybe three hours a week. <laughs> like, it was just like one afternoon every like Tuesday. But I would go in and I'd like make paninis for myself and like get a milkshake. I'd just be making like my lunch to take with me for the three hours. You'd always bring class. me back a box of like, when All I the leftover left goujons. Oh, so good. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah, I used to I remember the lads used to come in after a big night's out and I'd get them pints of milk for free. <laughs> uh, lads love pints of milk. I know. What's that about? What is that about? Um, That's a bandwagon. We so we were looking pints for funnier stories. We don't really have any funny work stories other than those. I um, I don't know. Did I say this on off the wagon before? Do you know about your man in the housekeeping that we'd ring the guards on? No. So there was this guy and he, it was towards the end of the time. So after I, um, after I worked with my dad for a bit, I got, during college, during the summers, I worked in a hotel in Cork. And I actually, for the most part, I enjoyed it, but it's a hard job. Um, And I think it was, was it the summer after my leaving search? And then the summer of first year. And then I, yeah, anyway, that doesn't matter. Um. Housekeeping in a hotel in Cork and I was coming up to like the... Oh my God. What was your housekeeping voice? Housekeeping. (laughs) Housekeeping. (laughs) Housekeeping. And then you'd pause and then you'd open the door. (laughs) Um, I never walked in on anything, thank God. But um, I know a lot of people walked in on... People that I used to work with walked in on people in the nip and like men with toys and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Um, we're not here to kink shame on bandwagons, but 
teach their own. Um, anyway, sorry, there was this man. It was like my last two weeks of whatever summer that was before I was going back to college or I was finishing up for whatever reason. And there was a guy that was like, so you have like your rooms that are, people are staying over and then you have people that are departures. So that's obviously the room is like totally vacant. You need to clean it because there's people coming. And then the stayovers are, they're, they're staying over. You need to just do up the room if they want the room done up, like the bed made, yeah. fresh towels, whatever. And there's this guy and you have like the names of the guests or you have like the last names of the guests. So like you get your list with all the rooms. And there was this guy who kept going up. He was obviously like a long-term Stay over. I think he was booked in for like three weeks in the end. He always had a do not disturb sign on his door. So that generally means if there's a do not disturb sign, you don't have to clean. You don't have to do I mean, it. Yeah, don't disturb. They'll put it, if you want to clean, they'll put that on anyway. But um, there was something, we could see him. So the hotel was like three floors of rooms. And I, we'd often see him like kind of, like pacing and this like doing laps like a true crime of the story. corridors. It's not, it's very tame in comparison like that I know of anyway. I'm not really fully sure of how it ended. But he's like, the, and like the hotel would be reasonably quiet now. So like you could go like a, two or three hours without seeing anyone or meeting someone that you worked with or whatever. But anyway, your man is talking. I didn't ever really encounter him that much, but I would, he, you could see him stop at trolleys and stuff and take stuff. And then it was one of the other girls I worked with, one of the Polish girls. She was just, one of the days she was just like, right, like I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this. He's taking stuff off the trolleys. Like there's something up. I'm going into his room, which you're not supposed to do if there's a do not disturb sign yeah, on the yeah. thing. So I was with her. Don't ask me how I was with her because we weren't even really friends. I was probably just up for the drama. drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ola was her name. She was such a bad bitch. Um, but anyway, she was, she like knocked on the door, knocked on the door. No one was there, but I'm sure she was fairly confident that no one was there. We went in anyway, and when I say the bed was covered in like the soaps, the shampoos that we have, like the tea bags, the biscuits, like mounds Why? of everything, like hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of things. Why? And your man was just stockpiling them. Like it was getting to a point where he was asking this. So this was the thing. Sorry, I didn't say this earlier, but he was at, he. I never came across him, but he was asking other girls for stuff, and we've been told by our managers. Don't give him any more stuff. There's no way he's run out because like, so he'd only been there maybe a week and a half or something at this point or whatever. And he had another week and a half to go and he was consistently asking for stuff. We couldn't figure out why. I ended up moving on or whatever and I texted one of the girls after and I was like, whatever happened uh, with your man? Because I think he was <laughs> staying there with hands, his, Jimmy. Yeah, I think he was staying there with a the family or something. But, but he'd been visiting from somewhere. Like he wasn't uh, Irish. Irish. Um, and then it came to it that he wouldn't leave the room, so they had to ring the guards and like get f- forcefully remove him. What the hell? Maybe he thought it was like Armageddon or something. He's like stockpiling. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that was um, that's a bit tough. Yeah, I don't. I would say I don't have. I've been very lucky in the fact that I've had a bad job, but I've never had any really bad inci- incidences. Yeah, bar being made redundant twice. That wasn't a buzz, but. Yeah. Um, we asked you to send in some stories. Do you have some or will I pull them up? You go first. Um, okay. I read this one just there and I thought it was very funny, but um, I'll keep it. Uh, we're going to keep these all anonymous. I'm sure most people actually don't really mind if we set their usernames, but um, GDPR and all that. Um, I worked in a wee pub in Glasgow city centre during uni. A man who I thought had a terrible skin condition used to come in all the time. His skin was black, like totally black like a boot. He was a white man, just as this is in brackets, but it was all like crusty and terrible looking. I was very concerned for him. I even asked my flatmate who was studying medicine what it would be. My colleague made some passing comment about Stevie's terrible skin condition that we don't talk about. A couple of weeks later, after I'd been Googling and getting up courage to ask my colleague if they actually knew what it was, I was walking up the main street and noticed a box with fake pigeons on it that I knew from the seller of the pub. I looked up and the human statue performing on it winked at me. It was Stevie the regular. He was a human statue. No way. <laughs> That's gas. Oh, um, I have an email. Yeah, hit me with an email. We're keeping these all in on, are we? Yeah. Okay. Hey gals, lobe the pod, hate myself. I think that was a type of error. No, I think she, lobe she or he meant to say lobe. Uh, lobe the pod. <laughs> lobe the pod. Sean the I'm pod. a primary school teacher and I had to re-interview for my position this year. I was asked, what would you change about your teaching if you could? Oscar Elga. 
Couldn't for the life of me form a response, so I answered "fwack" as in nothing. I got a lot of interesting looks from the panel before they laughed and moved on to the next question. Fully expected them to sack me altogether, but I somehow got the job, and I'm now I'm permanent, so they can't get rid of me. Next day, the principal looked at me, laughed, and said it was the best response they'd got all evening. Not sure if it was a good or a bad thing, but here we are. You're sincerely worst teacher in the world. But like, maybe you're just that confident in what you're doing that. Yeah, dead right. You don't need to change. Anything. I might just say "fwack" from now on. "Fwack," I love that word. It's one of my favorite Irish words. Um, I haven't read till the end of this, so this could go anywhere. But anyway, we're nothing if not problematic. Um, so I look really bad in this story, but this is very out of character for me. Crying, laughing face. So last year I went on a work night out, and there was a lot of free wine, and I ended up getting blackout drunk and sleeping with a coworker. I had to get the morning after pill the next oh, morning. Oh, I did read this one. One of my best friends is it okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He had to get the morning after pill the next morning, in brackets. One of my best friends worked at a pharmacy at the time, so at least that part was made less of an ordeal. And it was a bit awkward for the next few days at work. But it was okay, and I kind of forgot about it. Fast forward two weeks, and we had another work event. The guy asked to speak to me and was like, do you really love me? I was super confused because I didn't even like this guy and hadn't been giving him any reason, in brackets, other than sleeping with him, lol, (laughs) to think that I did. But apparently when I was drunk, I told him I loved him. This is in all caps. What is wrong with me? Question mark, question mark. But it gets worse. I explained I didn't feel that way and I was just drunk. I started to get the feeling he liked me, but we swiftly moved on and it was grand. Then about two days later, I found out from a friend that I'd slept with in brackets honestly I don't normally sleep with that many people no judgement but that time is unusual for me you do you girl so sorry I found out from a friend that I'd slept with that I probably had chlamydia so I had to have that awkward conversation with my co-worker to be fair he took it really well and again we just (laughs) forgot about it then the very next day I accidentally left my laptop open when I went to go to the bathroom and my other co-worker messaged the guy I slept with from my laptop saying that I really liked him still. In we used to do that to each other. Fully like he knew I'd slept with the guy but he didn't know about the chlamydia and love stuff. Anyway the guy didn't realise it wasn't me and replied saying that he'd love to go out on a date sometime. So I had to have another awkward conversation explaining that I had no interest in him. Thankfully I was leaving that job that month anyway but my God was that an awkward time. Oh my God. No, I couldn't. I would have, Horrific. I would have written, I respectfully resign and walk Do you know out. what that reminds me of though, as you just said? In, in college, college. Can I tell it? No, you tell it. In college, I got, I got raped before and I was, de- this is definitely still a thing that exists. But they put me in, in a, a group, group and added a load of other guys we went to college with. That you fancied for you. I didn't <laughs> fancy them. And they put, they put that in the group and then they named the group, um, uh, boys that I fancy, but I'm too shy to tell them. <laughs> and then I, I wasn't able to like leave the group or delete the group because someone else had added me or something. No, no, no. So you, you do it off your laptop. And so you were the admin. So you couldn't leave. Oh, yeah. And then it was a group then that I, looked like you'd created. Yeah. Boys I fancy, but I'm too scared to tell. I love that. Fair. Are you still in any of them? I definitely still am in them. My brother used to be mad for the likes on Facebook. Um, and when he was in first year in college one of his friends raped him so that he couldn't he was the only one who could see any statuses he was posting so for ages he was getting like no likes on anything because he was the only one seeing it <laughs> oh and my god I forgot like, about that he used to be like if you don't get a like a minute for the first 15 minutes you have to delete like it was his thing it was gas um, I have a funny one here um, I work in IT and was fixing our website's code because a massive photo of an old man who was a manager at one of our stores kept popping up, zoomed into his face, taking over half the screen so all you see is him. I had no idea who he was or how to get him off. Every page of the website you went to, there he was, blocking nearly the whole screen. <laughs> it made the website so funny and so unusable. People kept asking who he was. People kept calling and asking who he was. That's it. That's the whole thing. Um, who else do we have here? Oh, this is a good one. Work as a waitress. A girl I work with poured hot chocolate sauce over a man's dinner instead of gravy. (laughs) (laughs) Safe to say he didn't see the funny side of it when he bit into his fish and chips. Oh, God. That's disgusting. My sister has done that before. She made uh, gravy instead of coffee. Yeah, my nana did that with a cake before. I put Bisto in a chocolate cake instead of chocolate powder. Um, This one is just a bit... It's not traumatic, but I'm getting secondhand trauma. Hey guys, I worked at a wedding about three years ago where the groom had found out two weeks before that the bride and best man had had an affair. Oh, feck. Not only did they get married, the groom made a joke about how he hoped it wouldn't happen again now that they were married in his speech. Scarlet for all involved. That is deranged. That's dreadful. 
Like I would have loved if he went ahead with it, but then like walked out in the day. Like, yeah, I've heard stories about that before. Where they get up and leave during the wedding speech. Oh my god, legit. Um, that's tapped. Mm-hmm. Um, I in my old job, I was packing potatoes into bags, and as I was finishing, a woman came in and asked if she could have a bag. Of course, the good employee that I was said, of course. But then she was like, no, no. Can I only have medium-sized potatoes, please? She then made me unpack all of the bags I had just packed and hold up potatoes to let her decide if they were medium-sized enough for her. The girl who was working with me said you could see me just getting more and more annoyed. Imagine, I would have funted one at her head. That is bad. <laughs> I wasn't is not good. That is fair. <laughs> um... I work in a lingerie shop on Grafton Street and Christmas and Valentine's just be scandalous as scaldy men come out of the woodwork in their fancy suits and come into the shop and have the audacity to ask for two matching sets of brown underwear but in different sizes. Then <gasps> then goes to pay for one with cash and one with card. You'd be shocked at how regular this is. Love the show. Order online. That's outrageous. If you're gonna be a rash, be a better rash. No, because they'd have that's a pay there's paper trail if you order online. They're obviously buying one for their mistress. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, Fanula. Revolut. They're paper trail, like. Cash, cash. I know, king. but you'd be less likely to have like a joint account on Revolut with your wife. No, but they're still like very, it would very obviously tell you how much you spent in like Victoria's Secret that year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check them out. Um, I'd never heard of this before. Wore my Garda uniform to do my driving test as I was told it might help. In brackets, I know, I know. I've never heard that before. A guard uniform? Yeah. I like the person is a guard, obviously. Yeah. And anyway. Oh, well, you're not going to fail a guard. The instructor during the test asked me what time I was into work at. I said it was my day off and I wasn't back in for a few days. <laughs> the silence was painful. <laughs> I still passed. Smirky face. That's mad. You but like imagine, days off. like what the, like what do we go in dressed as then? Do you know what I mean? I've heard, I heard from a girl before that if you're doing your driving test, you should wear a low cut top and big dangly earrings that make noise when you move because yeah, so then they, they see. see, they they can hear you when you're checking your mirrors. I don't know why yeah, you need a low cut top, but for the couldn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Breast is best. Breast is best. Cash is king. <laughs> Oh, go on, do you have another one? Um, I haven't read this, so that's hope it's funny. One of my first Saturdays as a manager, a woman burst one of those kid toys that's a balloon filled with flour and freaked out at one of my staff. She was giving out that the fancy baby clothes she bought elsewhere on clearance were ruined. And what was she going to do? Or what was I going to do about it? In brackets, wash them. Um, She tipped all the flour out of her shopping bag onto the floor in front of me and tried to get a rise out of me. Eventually, it ended up me wiping flour off her vile, sweaty dolly shoes while standing in front of her as she was trembling with rage. It was outrageous. Could you imagine? People are psychopaths. Dolly shoes are such a throwback. What are dolly shoes? Do you know like ballet flats? Like I'm assuming oh, that's what I mean. so many pairs of them. Sorry, I'm only just looking at the question box and there's a really deranged... <laughs> um, like one in here and because the question box is so short as a link it adds to the comedy um, was teaching an ecology leaving cert lab and a man shot a deer while I was teaching what? <laughs> and that's it that's all they've said I need more context there um, do you have another one um, yeah um, I work in a petrol station shop type thing <laughs> That was my, that my family owned. One morning I was working early and hadn't eaten breakfast. I was serving this really old man who came in quite regularly when I started to feel really lightheaded. Next thing I collapsed and fell onto the ground and hit my head off the till. Um, the man obviously got a huge fright as I was bleeding and everything and bleeding and everything. So he went running into the back of the shop where the office uh, slash bathrooms were. But instead of the office door, he opened the bathroom. The bathroom door where my mom, who was also my manager, was going to the toilet. <laughs> um, can't serve that man anymore without pissing myself off. And, and we've watched the incident unfold over the CCTV cameras way too many times over the years. That is like something That's out pure of you've been like, framed. yeah. Sorry, I just started laughing at this other thing. <laughs> Better be good now. Someone wrote in, um, <laughs> be a gun. Euthanasia drops meant echa, echinacea what? drops. Pharmacies do be mad. <laughs> Another message going. All sort of woman being adamant. Sorry, what? The, the first one doesn't make sense. 
she basically they had someone come in asking for euthanasia drops, but they meant <laughs> and I can't pronounce this, but it's E C H I N A C E A. I've seen it before, but I don't know what it does. It's like a supplement or something. And then she said, euthanasia drops. Yeah. She said, I could do with a few of them. She said, pharmacies to be mad, but then send another message going, also a woman being adamant about diarrhea. (laughs) About diarrhea cream being a thing. Where'd you put it? (laughs) That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Where would you put it? Is it right? Like... (laughs) Diarrhea cream Oh my god Cream is the last thing That's going to help That situation Um, Oh Oh, here we go Uh, Said one of my clients In my last job In inverted commas Sounded like a massive ride After a sales demo with him In a chat to one of my colleagues As he knew the guy I looked at the corner Of my screen To discover the the Screen share option Was still open I clicked out to my horror, received an email from the client saying, hi, thank you for the call. And yes, by the way, I am a massive ride. <laughs> Mortified to this day. Oh, God. That happened to someone I know recently as well. They were on like video call to shoe about some support thing. A and video they... call to shoe? Yeah. It, like, <laughs> and it was, or it was, no, sorry. It was. Look at my shoes. It w- Was it an audio call? Yeah, probably. Why would you need video call? You don't want to see them. Unless you need but to I show think... them something. I don't think he realised that he could hear him or whatever or something, but he said something like, oh, your God, God, this guy I'm talking to on the shoe customer service chat looks like he's like, hates his life, hates his job, whatever. And your man replied and was like, yeah, I sorted that order for you. Yeah, by the way, I don't hate my job. Like it was, very, I told that story so badly, but it was, it's funnier when I heard it. Sorry, <laughs> diarrhea cream is <laughs> knocked me for euthanasia a loop. Euthanasia drops. Yeah. There's an idea. In an interview for Why would you put the euthanasia drops in your eye? Yeah. <laughs> your but then your eyes would just die. On your tongue. On your tongue. Did I tell yeah. you, I think I have infected both my eyes now because I'm convinced there's a contact lens still in one of them, but I don't know which You're one. You're going to be one, that woman who ends up with like 35 in one eye and yeah. it's just removed. Ollie, th- she's the only person I keep thinking about. It'll, it'll force its own way. Where out, is she now? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, in is she inter- blind now? Uh, no okay. uh, I don't know But she's probably not In an interview For a marketing role And said I was Very sexually active Instead of socially <laughs> oh, That's so cringy This is very Bang us outside Off this but Woman tried to This woman tried to Return cheese That had been run over By her husband In the Land Rover That's it yeah As Absolute you do Bang a wicklow Off that um, <laughs> Where are you getting these They're good ones In the question box you always hear this about retail and stuff and that was the one of the things again check my privilege never worked in retail I worked in retail did you ever have to deal with something well I worked in three separate clothes shops in Gory one for ladies one for teenagers and one for kids Um, someone said they worked in a well known chain and someone excreted and wiped herself on the curtain I hear an awful lot about people shitting in changing rooms (laughs) yeah it's a massive thing do you ever hear the one about the girl uh, where she got the bra what's the what's the story I think it was a tweet where a girl tried on a bra and pennies but it didn't have a, like a tag on it or a hanger on it so she brought it up to the till and she was like uh, love this bra like can I buy it and they were like we don't sell this bra <laughs> she was after finding it in oh, the change rooms God. or uh, dirty nappies is a huge thing people I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even dirty That's nappies. disgusting, isn't it? 
um, friend of the podcast, Anya O'Donnell. Hello. I don't think she'll mind if we expose her. Maybe no. she will now that I've said She's her. the Sorry, only one exposed. Um, she said, got locked in the walk-in freezer. A box of frozen do- donuts fell on my head and knocked me out. LMAO. <laughs> I'm sure you weren't lmao at the time. She uh, videography, so... It's a strange shoot. There you go. Um... Do, do, do. Go on, you go next. I'm a vet nurse and someone came to collect their cats, but the cats weren't labelled <laughs> and the carriers weren't labelled. Brought down the wrong cat, wrong box, then brought right cat, wrong box, then right box, right cat, wrong blanket. God bless. <laughs> XX. Imagine your cat has like a little sticker that says, Hi, my name is Pebbles. <laughs> we should get one of them for whiskey. Hi, my name is Whiskey. Uh, oh my God. Um... <laughs> Someone just wrote in and goes, everyone just laughs when I say I worked in a dry cleaners. Why? I'd like to work in a dry cleaners. Oh, the smell would be divine. Um, oh my God, you'd constantly smell of... Someone just goes, the one about the customer that killed their dog in Ikea and blamed my friend. <laughs> that was so, Kelly Santanian who I worked with in... Does she tell, do you know the story? Age. I can't remember the story. She's going to kill me. Kelly... Uh, She'll hopefully details. listen to this or Joe will listen to this and note her on it and we'll put it on our Insta. Please do. I feel like that is a... Oh my God. Walked in on a couple having sex in the unlocked disabled toilets of a bar I worked in. What oh would you do? God. What would you do is right. Can I tell you about my favourite um, Twitter account? Yeah. One of my favourite Twitter accounts. Yep. Um, it's called Fess Hole and it's where people confess... Things that they've done. Oh. Um, and I was going to mention it for our online dating one, but some of them are a bit crude. So I went back and had a look at so job ones. the episodes you picked for crude stories. Okay, no, no, I actually, I, there's a, if you go to the Twitter account, it's very good. A lot of it is very crude because it's just people basically anonymously confessing to pooing in places or like weeing in things or watching porn. But then there, you, you sift through it and you'll get some gems. Anyway, anonymous people sending in stuff. So this is one I add. Years ago, I was fired from a temp job for sending the supervisor's window screensaver to the entire lyrics to Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> got fired? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're going to go down. I mean. Go down in a blaze of fair Billy like, Ray Cyrus. How tapped is this as well? I work in HR. A year ago, I got made redundant as a result of a merger and I wrote details of all this. A secret- merger now, not a merger. No, that was near Taggart. Taggart, there's been a merger! <laughs> um... <laughs> As a result of our merger, and I wrote details of all the secret affairs and indiscretions that I learned about underneath the office artwork. They're moving offices next week. Oh, oh. Dun, dun, dun. Do you have another one? Um, yeah, I don't know if this is funny. Someone snuck up behind me uh, and I got a frightened farted as a self-defense mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> it was my boss's daughter. Like a skunk, like. It was the boss's daughter. Big skunk energy. She sounds like a crack. Um. Oh, this is you. This is so well. It's my behavior, but you would be the person that would suffer, right? So this is from Fesshole as well. I used to steal slash hide the door stops in my office, blamed other office staff, or just outright lied to staff about door stops previously being missing. When they started writing their names on the door stop, it only spurred me on. You'd be the person to write your name on a door stop, and I'd be the person to fuck it. Why out would you up. hide door stops? Because it's chaotic. <laughs> hateful no um, I am I used to own an outdoor shop and a customer returned a rucksack he'd broken but insisted we fix it for free I did so but made sure there was some marijuana secreted inside the repair knowing his next trip was to Southeast Asia Ooh. that man is on banged up abroad now I would imagine do you know what we used to get in the clothes shop actually and it was tapped we, we got this woman quite regularly who'd come in and buy like pretty much anything that the staff were wearing that was new so she'd be like I love that top. Where is it? And she'd like take it and buy it and like would bring it home and like nearly the next day you could time it. She'd immediately return it. But she would do it all the time. Oh my God. She'd buy like massive amounts of stuff and bring like nearly all of it back over and over and over and over. It was crazy. Like. Is it sustainable though? (laughs) Well, she wasn't even wearing them. I think she... She'd walk in, like obviously all the staff had to wear the clothes that were on the floor. So she'd walk in and go, that looks class on you. Bring it home. And obviously it doesn't look class on everyone. With everything though. 
Did she do with everything or nearly everything? Nearly everything. Not everything. She kept, she did keep some of it, but Jesus, she brought it like, so at one point, like they were just going mad over it. Because you can't tell her to stop buying things. That's fair, yeah. You're not going to shit yourself in the foot for business or whatever the term is. There was a thread that was going around recently as well that also kind of inspired us to do this. And it was from Isabel Zouton. Um, thanks, Isabel. Um, and she said, what's the most ridiculous demand a customer has made of you? I'll go first. When I was working retail, a woman once demanded I pick her up from her Botox appointment with my car and bring her to the mall to shop. And I'm fairly sure these are all American, so they're all going to be tapped. No offence to our American listeners. but was tapped. Um, I was then, in a beautician's before where the beautician had to get up and bring an old lady home. But that shit was just nice. That is a nice thing to do, but I can raining. imagine this gal coming in looking like... Joan Rivers being like, bring bring me, please. To my Botox. Yeah, fair. Um, working at a children's toy store, a mom came in to return a yo-yo, claiming it was broken. I examined the toy, found nothing wrong, then played with the yo-yo in front of her. I was just like, I don't know, it's working now. She did not have a receipt. She just couldn't yo-yo. She couldn't yo-yo. I can't yo-yo. Can you yo-yo? Yeah, yo-yoing's easy. Do you remember yo? Yep. Yo. <laughs> we can't talk about yo-yo anymore. No, we really can't. Have we talked about it before? Yeah. Um, when I was a barista, a lady came in and asked for a latte and what kind of milk we had. I told her we had 1% whole milk and skim. She then asked me to make our latte with 2%. I was like, uh, we don't have that. And she was like, well, to make it, you mix 1% in whole milk. Is that true? Yeah. You know, that happened to me actually before in the in the barista job where a lady came in and she was like, can I get a mocha, please? And I was like, we actually don't do those because like obviously there was no button on the machine for mocha and she was like do you do hot chocolates and I was like yeah and she was like do you make coffees I was like yeah and she goes that's a mocha like Wait, so did you press the two buttons together you just, I really you don't just think do like a shot of coffee in a hot chocolate isn't it I don't something know something like that anyway you're talking to someone who spent their formative years cleaning and not making watching her dad clean <laughs> I did at least 70% of the cleaning most weeks. Um, I had someone return a fully consumed rotisserie turkey. They said it was dry, so they wanted their money back. Imagine going back to Tesco just with the bag, being like, excuse me. This was dry. This was dry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give it a go. Sorry, I did laugh at this one. I work at a pet supply store. One time a customer called to set up a delivery. He wanted a dog toy in his order, but didn't know which one. I had to pick out toys and squeak them into the phone for him until he heard the right one. Oh, that I I think you if you murdered that person, I think the guards would be like, yeah, fair enough. Um, I've heard on a recent on a, another podcast recently. I think it was my favorite murder, where librarians used to get this guy calling in, and he'd be like, do you have like the latest E. L. James book or whatever? And they'd be like, yeah. And he goes, can you actually? He was like, I'm actually blind. Can you can you just read the the whatever like read some of it to me? So they'd start like reading, obviously like Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever down the phone he'd be like yeah yeah just a bit more and like they're pretty sure he was wanking on the other <gasps> end but he used to do it to like librarians all around the country oh man what a way to get your bit what a way to get your bit <laughs> that's the way you should have opened the episode um, while working in a bakery my friend was asked to put a loaf of sliced bread into the oven to bake it back into a single loaf you can't do that it's not how it works say it again what like sliced bread yeah oh to put it back into one no. No. No, Breed. No, it doesn't work. Breed says no. That does not work. Have you heard about... This is the best ever story of... And I think you have heard of it. Of being caught on the hop with a job. Have you heard... What do you this mean? This guy. So this is... I do not remember his name. I'm second name. I'm really sorry. His name is Seamus, but he's at Shockproof Beats on Twitter. What he's a very cool good name. writer. Um... And it basically jumped off from this tweet from 2018 and it was basically, we want to hear about your work, your work-related fuck-ups. Reply, quote, tweet, do your worst. So Seamus, quote, tweeted and said, got my days wrong and ended up alone in a room with my boss and the president of Ireland. Oh, while I, I love on. this story. Have we told this before? I don't think so, have we? I feel like we have, but go again. Go ahead. Proceed. So, got his days wrong, ended up alone in a room with my boss and the president of Ireland while I was on Ketamine, Right. Um, he was 18 at the time. Um, he said, don't judge me too harshly or if you think drugs are cool and I'm a legend, fill your boots. Anyway, at the time I was working through college in Dublin with bar shifts at a music venue that doesn't exist anymore. One day I get a call on my day off. Way the gig worked, you'd either get Friday or Saturday. This week it was Friday. My manager 
whatever it was, pipes up on the phone. So when you come in this evening, just a few things to remember. I'm like, hold on. I'm off this evening. Jog on. She corrects me. Remember, I said you could get all of Saturday off. So you just work to if you just work two hours tonight. And of course, then I did suddenly remember she'd said it to me as I was leaving the building and my conscious work brain was doing somersaults to get out of the place. She could have told me I was to have my foreskin tattooed with a harpoon and I would have given her a smile, thumbs up and a flurry of yeps to get out of the place. I was 18 on minimum wage. And bear in mind, this is really saying something, my absolute minimum effort. So this is fine. He was on the phone to her, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, sorry, obviously got my days mixed up, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, that's fine, except for one thing. At that very moment, I was in a mate's house on Dame Street, relaxing with, I thought, nothing to do for the evening. And you have to remember that before dabbing and fortnight, kids used drugs to get high. <laughs> and I was occasionally adjacent to them. He's such a good writer. Um, basically, he ended up, uh, his friend ended up making homebrew ketamine, which I, ketamine, which I don't understand how, how that works. In his oven. In his oven. Um, in liquid form it had been dyed green he had subsequently told me he thought it was a St. Patrick's Day promotion and I've always thought it a charming entrepreneurial flourish on the part of this enterprising ketamine wholesaler um, get to so the he good goes stuff in. anyway I took him up on his offer blah blah anyway we're back in the room so I'm definitely sweating after the call and I, not like instant come up more worried about the come up so like he hasn't come up yet he's like okay I have to go work now whatever blah blah so he says, on way to work, starts kicking in. You know when the roof of your mouth starts politely folding your brain in half and your chest... Oh, I pressed in something. Your chest flutter, flutters like a cathedral filled with bees. I was holding it together, but knew if I stopped concentrating for one second, I would become time itself. <laughs> By the time I reach work, 20 minutes later, I'm sweating like a microwaved bread, eyes on hinges, convinced my fingernails owe me money. I have an over overwhelming year urge to yawn just to get the memories out when in comes my manager with the rota for the evening. So the manager's like, thanks again, no short notice. You look a bit hot and bothered. Did you run here? And he's like, mm, I did, I did, I did. And she's like, okay, just you tonight in the top man. He's showing the president what's going on for the next while. So then there's a pause. And then he's like, sorry, did you, did you say president? president? <laughs> and then the manager's like, yeah, Mary McLeish is coming in to see the programs. And he's just gurning away to his heart's content. And your one is like, all you need to do is stand in the corner and offer them drinks every 15 minutes. <laughs> and then this. and then your one is like, can you have a shower? Because you're very, you're clearly having some kind of breakdown or whatever. So anyway, my role is pretty weird. I have to stand in the corner and then every 15 minutes interrupt this live wire pair to offer them drinks, which protocol dictates they must refuse. I've barely processed any of this before I'm grabbing a tray and heading upstairs. Tray, by the way, yeah, none of that really matters. Right, right now I can hold it together when stimulated when the adrenaline and fears keep me just ticking over. I'm weird, but with it. Problem is my job is now to stand silent and motionless in a room on my own until the president of Ireland arrives. Time passes on my own. Empires crumble. Glaciers dissolve. Stars die. Oceans <laughs> melt. Out in the dusty plains of Mother Earth. Hot births of young love gift the miracle of life. Children are born, raised, stricken a firm and die of old age. And then Mary McAleese walks in. By now, having been alone with my thoughts for the entire Cretaceous period, I am no longer mildly weird, but deeply, extravagantly deranged. As the President of Ireland walks in with my bosses, 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 boss, my first impulse is to greet them like I own the place. It would be rude, surely, to not acknowledge their presence. Out of order, even. Best thing to do would obviously to be to say, hello, guys, like it's my home. And I live there <laughs> in this big white room where I stand in the corner alone, holding a tray of drinks like you do at home. <laughs> And then he tweets and he Hello goes, guys. Hello guys. And then he tweets again going, Hello guys. And it's that picture of the baby doll with its face like punched in. I'm gonna show it to breathe now. <laughs> so he's obviously just shouted at them being like, Hello guys. Oh, then he goes, anyway, by the divine grace of the infant Christ, they somehow do not hear me say this and begin their itinerary around the room. I clench my entire head and focus on not shouting across the room <laughs> to let them know that they should always feel at home here in this room of ours. <laughs> he says he becomes extremely aware of his hands. Um, trying really hard not to drop the tray. Just when dropping everything seems to become less urgent, I realise it's time to go over and offer these motherfuckers some fucking drinks. Let's get this party <laughs> started. Woo! I begin walking over to them and I move so abruptly that the glasses clink and they turn to look at me. I did this too fast. Now I'm thinking, whoa, slow down there, Martina Hingis. So I self-correct to a much slower <laughs> speed. Watching my breath, nice and casual. You got this, buddy. Nice and casual. <laughs> guys, guys, now I'm moving far too slow. I started at this speed and I'm too embarrassed to change. You know, it's going to take me Just like five minutes this, to cross like... the room. They are watching me friends 
frowning and sweaty, traversing like five foot between us. It's like a wooden plank on the crystal maze. I'm moving so slow, my legs are cramping and I think they're wondering why it's taking me so long. It's way harder than walking at normal speed. I'm shaking so the drinks are making noise again for what feels like minutes. Um, anyway, I offer them the drinks and they say no. He does this another two times. He has no idea how much time has passed. He said he still feels completely batshit. At one point, I clearly remember believing that my mind had escaped my body and was watching me hold the tray of drinks <laughs> from the wall space behind my head. Only out of body experience I ever had. At the very end, they do accept a drink. It was at this point she spoke to me. Just some inane pleasantries to which I reply with some off the hook pablum about work and college. At which point she says, oh, is that a northern accent I detect? Because I'm fairly sure Seamus is from Derry. Dogs, you know I'm down for the Nordy solidarity vibe, but this is the last thing I need right now. Yersh, I say with a goalkeeper's glove in my mouth. She starts talking about her experience coming down to study here, how it can be a real scene of change, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you keep your eyes open to new experiences, I can tell she definitely means green ketamine. <laughs> She's a lovely woman and a very open and generous with her time, giving me ample space to answer questions, which I mostly do with sheepish one or two word answers. Finally, she asked me if Dover Dublin is everything I thought it would. And before she convinced her sentence, in all caps, he says, yes, I like it. I think it's good. <laughs> I'd been paying such fierce attention, I'd mistimed my reply and badly modulated my volume. She actually recoiled a little. I think the head of the venue actually stepped back and said, Jesus. <laughs> Mary McAleese flinched for what seemed like half a second, then flashed her best, your mum's sound mate smile and replaced her white wine on my tray. The boss man nodded at me, they walked out of the room and I waited a few seconds before making my way downstairs to the kitchen. So at this point I'm thinking, I'm definitely fired, blah, blah, blah. Dim time pads in, all smiles. That's his manager. Thanking me for my help at short, short notice. She sees that I'm a bit freaked and says, almost with a wink, you could have told me you'd be like this, by the way. I'm thinking, of course Dimtna gets what's up. It's the service industry. People mistime their vibes. I bet this isn't the first time she's seen some. I had no idea you were such a huge fan of Mary McLeese. <laughs> I'm sorry, what again was that did you mean? <laughs> and yeah, that is the story of how you end up in a room with the president and you're on cash. On cash. I love that story. Um. You need to go look at that thread on Twitter. It is shockproof. You beats. retweet it right now off our page. Yeah, I sure will. Um, um, did we get any other good ones? We just in? got one. Uh, he worked in retail. So loads of funny retail stories. Worked in a clothes shop all through college. Um, he named the clothes shop, but I'm not. Well, I can repeat because uh, I haven't named him. So it was River, yeah. it was River Island. Yeah. Um, and we don't buy fast fashion anymore. We so. don't. Uh, no, we don't. Well, uh, I don't. I absolutely do not. Um, number one, had a woman complain about a tag being left on, explained it was a simple mistake that I get someone to fix it for her. She wouldn't accept it and continued to complain. I couldn't do anything. It was human error. Anyway, she left in a huff and I was like, grand. Came into work the next day and I'd been told the guards called asking to speak to me about it. Um, guards didn't care. They were just doing it to keep her quiet. It was very funny though. People are mad. Also, everything you can think of in terms of shit, piss, tampons, puke, any body fluid found in fitting rooms. Disgusting. Disgusting. We Disgusting. need that for the soundboard whenever we uh, bring it back. Yeah. One of these days. Did someone send in a message about putting mayonnaise in a McDonald's milkshake machine? Did you read that? No, I don't want to get sick. Um, no. Rid the boss. My first job ever in retail. Still can't get rid of Rid the boss. 13 years <laughs> and two kids later. Yeah, I just liked rid the boss. <laughs> That person was from Donegal. You were ridden. The boss at a cocktail bar. I need to find that McDonald's milkshake one because that was yeah. deranged. Worked in New Look and someone excreted and wiped herself on the curtain. Horror. What is wrong with people? Um, you can't Have you ever shit in a fitting room? Have I ever shit in a fitting room? No, I haven't. Have you ever fit in a shit in room? <laughs> Have you ever fit in a shit in room? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, there was... Wait, oh, Sorry. Actually, one of my best and worst jobs as well, I used to be a sampler in supermarkets. So I used to give out samples, obviously. Um, oh my God, Fanuti used to wear Brennan's bread hat. We need to put that photo up on uh, <laughs> I'm going to find it. It's Instagram so cute. As well. um, so there was one job. So the company, would they could get all kinds of clients. So the ones I did, I did stuff for Schlur. I did stuff for Azira. I did stuff for Brennan's. I did stuff for these ready meals. I think that was all the foodie stuff I did in the end. Can't remember. Anyway, and there was when I did the Brennan's promotion. I was I did it in like two supermarkets in Meath. So I travelled from DCU at the time and did it in. I it it was two, Super Valley's in Meath, but I can't remember which ones. 
and like any a lot of the stock that we didn't use I got to keep or like stuff say packets of stuff that we'd opened like packets of bread I got to keep class I remember this but I basically eat nothing for nothing but bread for like the three days that I did it I think I did or two days I did Friday and Saturday um, not a so massive like, stretch to your normal diet so like my digestive system was in an absolute heap so we were I was coming back on the bus need, from me you probably diarrhea cream I probably didn't need diarrhea cream if only save me diarrhea cream anyway I was on the bus back and um, I was it became immediately clear that I was gonna have to poo going to have to poo yeah so I lived on campus so I didn't have that far to go but like I, did you it was such a it was a speed <laughs> wobble <laughs> So I was like, I lived on campus, but it was at a point where I co- I had you to try. You only told me this recently. I had to try and go in. I had to go into the hub and in DCU. This was a weekend, so nearly everything no. was like locked and closed down. But like, you could still walk through there. Again, I lived on campus. I couldn't make. It I had to hub. go to that bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And even then, I still didn't make it. Sorry, what was about? Tell me about the time where you shit your pants on a bus. <laughs> when did I shit my pants on a bus? Did you not shit your pants on a bus and tell me about it recently? <laughs> who someone did no you maybe did maybe it was me I don't you were wearing when. gym gear that's really alarming that I don't remember though was I wearing gym gear was it even you maybe it wasn't you doesn't matter if you're friends with me and you shoot yourself on a bus once <laughs> email us please type in <laughs> but like then I had to walk back to my apartment to DCU and like tie the Brennan's Brennan the Brennan's bread apron around me till I got back to the apartment because you did shoot yourself yeah you left that out I did I said that I was like I didn't make it to the bathroom I said I was literally so close to the DC bathroom didn't make it oh my god it was bad (laughs) it was so because the days were so long and you were having to try and be nice to people and then you like your intestines fully betray you I do know, we need to yeah. put a content white warning on this white bread is the devil yeah no it was it wasn't even white bread it was whole grain it was four different types of whole grain I uh, know if it comes in one of those bags it's the devil anyway yeah uh, there was a no- when I was doing the coffee one as well my mum was helping me set up I was doing that in Cork didn't shit myself this time thank god um, <laughs> but we couldn't you have to start at a certain time so you have to start at like 11 and you'll do it until like 4 so we got there and I was trying to get it set up and couldn't get the coffee machine like working and it obviously left really late and mom was trying to help me and we were up in the staff room trying to How get working. How did you keep roping your parents into doing these I don't, jobs they're just really you. helpful people <laughs> and we were literally. How much were you getting? We couldn't get the thing and I ended up like spraying loads of water everywhere so and mom was go- my mom was going apeshit and we were in the staff room of Super Value like and I'd say the staff were like what the, f- what is, what is this domestic? Um, And then I just ended up having to serve loads of disposable cups of coffee all day which I'm ashamed about but Good money in that though. Look, and as I said, every shit job got you to a good one. Also, there was one time when I was doing that ready meal, and this was this was fully right at this woman, by the way. But I was at the it was like a fish curry kind of thing that you mark microwaved or whatever. I'm not well. Don't say um, and this was in the super value in Ranala. And I was after making friends with the butcher that worked there. He was sound. And um Jennifer Zambrelli came in and was shopping one of the days. That wasn't the story, but anyway, I was making this fish curry and it was towards the end of the day. You shouldn't have been allowed to make fish curry not in a kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, I mean, it was on a... From fro- no, but it like... was... No, not from frozen. It was like a... Sorry, it was like a fridge meal. So you like, you heat it up on a... I had a... What's the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, what's the word? And you goes, yeah, 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 yeah. You just started slapping your hands together. You know, anyway, it was a hot plate. So I was cooking. I was At the end of the day, I knew, knew. I knew at this point, because I'd done this before, I was like, nobody else is going to come up and like ask me for stuff or whatever. So... <laughs> But I should have put out shit like fish curry. No one's gonna come near you. Fuck off. I shouldn't have done this anyway, right? But I basically just started. I just started eating the fish curry that of I had eaten up, did. Like in the middle of the shop. So and like I was putting the fork back in the hall, which is which is great from a health and safety perspective or whatever. Like food safety, someone's gonna be like, That's you can't do that. And obviously a woman saw me then, saw me do it, and I, I saw her she we both made eye contact <laughs> and she like was like, sir, sir, trying to tell the butcher, trying to rot on me, right? So then I was like trying to call her and I was like, no, 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 like I'm done for the day. It's fine. I'm not going to serve this to people. But like the butcher was like, the butcher was like, she obviously was like, she's she's eating that and she's like serving it to people. And your man was like, oh yeah, 
he was like she doesn't work for us so i don't know what you want me to oh, like so. was it nice was it fish or like it prawns? was free no it was fish fish in a curry i can't get my head around it it was some kind of yeah seafood curry yeah <laughs> i cannot get my head around it anyway it was nice i um, will say now i'm over it do you want to hear some good it. news do i want to hear some good news yeah our live show sold out. It's sold out, baby. Yeehaw. Very excited. We need to decide what we're going to do. Go. Yeah. It's in we were, two weeks. Oh, it's in a week and a half now. It's Monday again. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have any suggestions for things you'd like us to talk about. What do you want us to do? Get in touch. If not, we're just going to talk about something like getting a dog or something. <laughs> getting a dog, losing your job. Yeah. Buying a house. Like, we're... Really running out of bad dragons fast. I think we could do another one on Nintendo DS's. I easily. don't. Um, thanks everyone for buying tickets though. We do really appreciate it as much as we're taking the piss. Yeah. Um, and we can't wait to see it on the 5th. And we will have fun. And my parents will be there. You can ask my dad about uh, the times he that helped we used to. Dad, I cleaned his toy workshop. Um, but he's not Santa. Um, yeah. And thanks so much to everyone for sending in their shitty jobs. They were good. Um, I suppose I'll try to do some mini bandwagons. I'm gonna burp. Is the doll the mini one of the mini bandwagons? Do you know what? I only Bloppy. had two. I only had two. There do you know go. what? The doll is number one. Okay, guys, tell me about the doll. I went on the doll for a couple of weeks, and honestly, it was the best two or three weeks of my whole life. Fair, yeah. I can't. I I've to... never had her and text me so enthusiastically about anything other than the doll. Honestly, I used to go get my doll on a Wednesday. I'd get um, I don't know, like an undisclosed amount. And with the change, I would always buy like loads of sausage rolls. <laughs> so I'd have my money, Standard. I'd have my sausage rolls. I was walking home on a Wednesday morning when everyone's in work. It was just the best crack ever. You could do whatever you want. I used to go up and walk around Ikea. It was class. I would like... Um, but I, I also... at that time. I'm very fortunate that my rent is like 300 euro a month and I'm blessed that I could afford to live off the dole temporarily. Um, do you like cream eggs? I do like cream eggs, yeah. They're doing a pop-up store. Oh, Let me lit. get up my screenshot. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. Um, Cadbury Ireland has announced a Cadbury cream egg pop-up. Um, the Cadbury cream extra vision cafe is coming to Dundrum Town Centre this February. Ooh. Um, at their old school video shop setup, you can enjoy a three course cream egg menu. It's free to attend, but you must have tickets to enter. These are available um, from the 18th of February. It is on the 27th to 28th of this month at half six um, and from 1pm on the 29th and Sunday the 1st. So it's in Dundrum Town Centre. You go along and get some three courses of cream eggs. What are they going to do? What would you make? I'm trying to think. Like uh, there's Could definitely some sort of French toast in there. Mm. Prawn cocktail. I was, I was going to say, I'm not messing, I was going to say prawn cocktail, but that's with chocolate. Yeah, but like I've maybe they do a twist on it like. Can you do some kind of maybe soup? <laughs> Cream egg soup. Yeah, but you just melt them like. Interesting. It's just a big bowl of sugar. Yeah. Okay. I used to put sugar in my petty falloos. <laughs> oh, that's what, that's what happened to you. Your brain is dissolved like the size of them. What was your favourite flavour of Petty Paloo? Mine was always oh, apricot. black, no. Apricot. Uh, blackberry and strawberry. No, we used to fight over the apricot ones. They brought ones were nice, but black brain strawberry. Oh, she's just um, number three, and finally on my mini bandwagon list is Betty No, it's not. Um it's karaoke. Karaoke, yeah, is a good buzz. Any spot in particular, Breed? I have uh only ever gone to can't remember the first one. Re- more recently I've been to Maniki or Maneki, I don't know what it's called. It's on Dawson Street. On Dawson Street. Very good, very affordable, great crack, great tunes. Great um, vibes. Great vibes. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff. One of my housemates met Ariana Grande in a Dublin karaoke bar. Nice. Singing Whitney Houston, singing our little Whitney Houston heart out. Imagine. Yeah, so what you never you know. Do? Never. Um, never know who you'll bump into. What's your karaoke song? Um, Summer Sunshine by the Coors. <laughs> or. Um, Caledonia. No, I don't do Caledonia. Ah, uh, you do! <laughs> don't tell lies! <laughs> I don't anymore. Unless I'm really drunk. Um. Or yeah, or anything Whitney. Anything Whitney, yeah. Fair. Or Cut to the Feeling, Carly Rae Jepsey. Or Tim Chadwick. I, I want to know. know. I need to know. <laughs> That's all I have to say today. Um, if you enjoy um, Tim Chadwick, he's on 
this month's bandwagons mixtape which oh, you can get if you are signed so up to good. our Patreon. You get a playlist, an extra episode and a tarot card reading a month which Brie's going to do it's so coming. at some stage this week. She said she was going to do it Sunday but she was too busy getting sick. So... <laughs> No, my mom's gonna eat it. <laughs> I, I had, had, a, very I had, well. a, had a bug. Yeah, I had that old Sunday morning bug. Yeah, um, I'll do it maybe tomorrow. Maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe tomorrow. Keep an eye out. If you're not in I'm our close woman. friends, give us a nudge and a poke, and we'll add you. Um, Thanks to all our new patrons. We love you. Yeah, we've had a good few, and we do really appreciate that. Um, and we have a special guest for next month off the wagon, who's been on the podcast before. He was the he was the big one. He was a good one. One of our most popular guests to date, but we'll say no more about it. We're gonna leave it a surprise. Well we just tell them now. No. Just in case he backs. They have out. to sign up. Uh, we'll just bring we can just put Shane on. His initials are MG, that's all we'll say. Yeah. He likes to party. Okay, stop <laughs> breed! Why do you hate surprises? I just said he likes to party, but who doesn't? Am I right? That's <laughs> It's really true. Um, I want to go home now. I've been Fanula. I've been Breeze. Thanks so much for listening. If you could leave us a review, that'd be really nice. And if you want to follow us on all the social medias, we're Bandwings Podcast everywhere. Good night. God bless. This is the best job. This is the best job. And we're thankful that some people decide. (laughs) We're thankful that some people pay (laughs) us for it. Thanks. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.